Today's the 14th day of September. My birthday's in three days. Did you get me something? I did. <laughs> what I also forgot to say, it's Wednesday and it's the year 2022. I figure everybody knows that, but you won't know this if you're watching this five years from now. Or if you're a time traveler. Or a time traveler. I'm a time traveler. Do y'all know that?
daughter. Oh. Okay. Praise the Lord. Woo. Brother Scott needs a little more sleep. Maybe I'll get some soon. What, what's going on, y'all? Another spider? We're in the basement, guys. There's spiders in the basement. war is going on well good morning guys this is the final three and a half years part two part two and uh so i got a message one of the one of the people on youtube and i don't have no idea who it is but he goes by or she goes by the code name what you call it said they're a little confused i'm gonna try daniel so I'm going to try to put everything we've talked about in the last couple of weeks. I'm going to try to simplify it. And if this doesn't simplify it, I can't get it more simple than this. Mama, don't say that. I don't know who it is. You don't know who it is. I really don't know who it is. But here we go. All right. Here's what we're studying and what we've talked about for a while. So number one. We, we're, we're reading the book of Le Revelation. The book of Revelation is given to John about 95 A.D., we believe. About 95 A.D. while he is imprisoned on the island of Patmos. There he opens up heaven and it's a revelation of Jesus Christ. And the main point of Revelation is the revealing of our Lord and then the end time events so it begins, right, and he talks to us. Then we've got the seven letters to the seven churches, which we talked about, we believe, spans the times we call the times of the Gentiles, okay? But regardless, Revelation is speaking about the opening of seals, trumpets, and bows, and we're just getting into those. Now, what we've seen was Daniel... Jesus says, when you see the abomination of desolation that Daniel wrote about. So we understand that when we talk about the end times, the two main books are Daniel and Revelation. You, you could even say they, they're both talking about this time period. All there was was the book of Daniel. And then the Lord opened heaven up and revealed for John to write to the churches what we call the book of the revelation of Jesus Christ and his takeover. When the beast comes to power, what happens during that period of time, what's going on here on earth, what's happening in Jerusalem, what's happening around the world, and then the return of the Lord in chapter 19 and the beginning of the millennial reign. 
what we've seen as we've studied this, and I wrote I wrote things down in a line, when as we've been studying this, what we saw was that Daniel was told, Daniel realized that there were 490 prophetic years that were given to bring everything into completion to establish the most holy, that is to say, for the Messiah to begin ruling and reigning over the earth from Jerusalem was given 490 years, prophetic years. When we studied that, we've seen after 483 years, that brings us up to the days of our Lord Jesus, Yeshua. Then the scripture says the Messiah would be cut off, but not for himself. That's when he was cut off for the sins of the people. Now, what we didn't know in Daniel, but what, but what we know now, or what it seems to what seems to happen, is the prophetic clock for Israel stopped. And what entered in because of the rejection of the Messiah to where up till that time, Israel, Jerusalem was is the main thrust of God in his work. And the nations are winked at. Okay. Now there's a shift. It's called the times of the Gentiles to where God is taking a people. Now that does not mean Jews are not saved. There is a remnant of Jews always that is saved. A remnant of Israel that is saved. The church began with Jews. But something, a mysterious thing that the apostles realized, they go, oh, this is the times of the Gentiles where God is going to take a people out of every tribe, every tongue, every nation. So Israel, as a nation, gets judged. Jerusalem is destroyed. The temple is destroyed in 70 AD. And what we're saying is way back here when Jesus was crucified, there was, back in the 30s, right, the clock stopped and a shift began happening to where now God would mainly deal with the nations, the Gentiles, the Goyim, and out of every tongue, every tribe, every people, he would gather a people. When the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled, okay, and it becomes time to start the prophetic clock again. In Daniel 9.27, we learned that the final seven years begins with the confirmation of the covenant. Somebody's going to rise to the scene and confirm the covenant. Now, that's all we're told. We assume it means Israel's right to exist, Israel's right to the Temple Mount, Israel's right to have Jerusalem. He's going to confirm that covenant for seven years. All right? This begins the final seven years again. The confirmation of the covenant probably is the opening of the first seal, or it was open before that. Okay, so Israel's not a nation. Israel as a nation is scattered into all of the nations. And then a miracle takes place, and Israel becomes a nation again in 1948. But in 1967, the year my mother was pregnant with me, I was born in 1968, Jerusalem comes back under the control of Israel the first time in almost 2,000 years. Jerusalem, they have control of the Temple Mount. I would say the beginnings of birth pain started. In other words, the beginnings of birth pain started to bring about this final labor pain. Okay? Now, 
when the confirmation of the covenant happens, I would call that the beginning of sorrows or the increased labor pains, right? And it begins to intensify, right? Now, so we're saying the times, of, that does not mean now that Gentiles still can't be saved whenever this time is. Gentiles can still be saved. Whosoever will can be saved until it's over, right? But that starts the clock again for the final seven years to bring the, all the prophecies to fulfillment of Jerusalem. And remember, the, the Bible is Israel and Jerusalem centered. There's a time he reaches out to all the nations, but the Messiah will rule the earth from Jerusalem. Make no mistake about it. Jesus, Yeshua, will be on the throne in Jerusalem the apostles that you read about will also be on thrones in Jerusalem. And then others will be ruling around the world with him. Now, during this final seven years, Antichrist, okay, it begins when he makes, he, he's called the little horn. He's called Antichrist. He confirms a covenant for seven years. In the middle of that covenant, a covenant for 30 years in the middle of the week, Daniel said, he's going to place something called the abomination of desolation. So he's going to betray the covenant he made and siege Jerusalem and take over the temple mount and place the abomination that brings desolation. And, gee, this is, and Daniel, Daniel talks about this and throughout the book of Daniel, but especially the last half part of the book of Daniel, the last chapters of it talks about it in detail. What's going to happen, the wars that's going to happen. When that happens, it begins what we call the final three and a half years, 42 months or time times in the dividing time or 1260 days. It's known as the rule of the Antichrist system, the time of the beast, he cannot come to power till God allows him to come to power. Second Thessalonians, these, all these things we talked about already in previous broadcasts. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, the man of sin is revealed. That's when the man of sin is definitely revealed. And everybody knows who he is. And then he wages war on the saints. And the saints are given into his hand for a period of 1260 days. 42 months time times and the dividing of time okay now he's he sets up the abomination that makes desolate jesus says yeshua says when you see the abomination of desolation we looked at that in three gospels when you see that know this one your redemption is drawing nigh number two the worst time that's when the full labor pains go into motion for the earth, for the planet. And when it's over, it's going to birth a new era we call the millennial reign of Jesus Christ. Okay? When that happens, Jesus said it's going to be the biggest time of trouble. Now, he said if he didn't shorten the days, and he shortened the days, if he hadn't shortened the days, nobody, none of the elects would be saved. But... He has shortened days, and the elect will be saved. So now, in part B, we're going to look at the final three and a half years, and we're going to look at it at seven times it's mentioned. We're going to start in Daniel chapter 
7, verse 25. Daniel chapter 7, verse 25. Now, some of this you can get, you can back up, you can pause. You're going to be able to back up, rewind, and look at this, okay? In Daniel chapter 7, Daniel receives a vision of four beasts on the earth. The fourth beast has ten horns. Then a little horn grows up in the middle of them. When he describes these, these beasts, it's, there's a leopard. You, you see a leopard. You see a lion. You see a bear. And then you see a beast that is mighty. It's terrible, and it's iron. Okay? Then there's a little horn that rises up that's going to speak great words against the Most High. He's going to, now, I want you to look at verse 25. Now, Dan, when Daniel sees these four beasts in the time of the fourth beast in Daniel's vision, he sees the Ancient of Days, he sees one like the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven. And this is what Jesus, Yeshua, referred to when he called himself the Son of Man. He was talking about the guy from Daniel, the Son of Man that receives a kingdom that, and this is in verse 14, okay, 13 and 14. And he was given, the Son of Man, Jesus, Yeshua, was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people and nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion. His kingdom, that which shall not be destroyed. So Daniel sees this vision all the way up till the millennial reign of the Lord. However, in verse 25, the angel Gabriel is explaining this vision to Daniel and he says in verse, well, I'm going to start with verse 24 now. The ten horns out of this kingdom, now we're talking about the Antichrist kingdom, that Jesus, Yeshua, comes back and takes over and destroys. The ten horns out of this kingdom are ten kings that shall arise, and another shall arise after them. Okay? He shall be different from the first, diverse. He shall subdue three kingdoms. He takes over three. The other seven just give their allegiance to him. So now there's a ten kingdom allegiance with this man called Antichrist. Verse 25, we call him the beast also. He shall speak great words against the Most High, shall wear out the saints of the Most High, shall think to change times and laws. He's going to change the laws, right? And they shall be, now listen to this, they shall be given into his hand for a time and times and dividing of time. Okay? That's three and a half years. One of the ways we know that, there's several ways we know that, but we know like Nebuchadnezzar went crazy till seven times passed over his head. It was seven years. And so in the book of Daniel, a time means a year. Times means two. Dividing the time means a half. Now, but his dominion is going to be taken away when the, the real Christ comes and takes over. Now, I don't, I don't want to lose my place, but time, time's dividing a time. Now, I want to say this before we move out of Daniel 7. When you study Daniel 7, you check this out, and you read of the four beasts, then you flip over to Revelation 13, you'll see all of these 
have become one in Revelation 13. It's talking about the same thing. So the beast that is in Revelation, you'll read, he'll say, and it's, you know, he's like a lion. He's got a body like a leopard, a mouth like a lion, uh, body like a uh, you see bear a bear's feet right and and then he's got the ten horns and you you see all of these merged together in the beast of revelation okay when we get there we'll talk more about it okay but today this is the three last three and a half years part two so we're just focusing on the last three and a half years so this time times and a dividing of time and i will show you how we know it's 1260 days in one of the scriptures at the end. Hold on. So, now, Daniel chapter 12. Daniel chapter 12. Another explanation about the greatest time of trouble that there's ever been and ever will be. And in Daniel chapter 12, verse 7. Verse 7. And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand to heaven, his left hand unto heaven, and he sware by him that liveth forever that it shall be for a time, times, and dividing of time. What shall be? Well, the context of this, just like back here, the little horn that wages war against the saints, it's going to be three and a half years. In Daniel chapter 12, Michael stands up that battles for Israel, there, there's, he says, there's never been a time of trouble like this before, and there never will be again after this, okay? But Daniel shut up the book and seal it until the time of the end. That is to say, it is the end time generation that God will unlock to understand the book of Daniel, because they're the ones who really need to get a hold of it. So again, Time, times, and the dividing of time. Now let's turn to the book that we are studying, Revelation chapter 11. Revelation chapter 11. Now remember, I said that at the beginning of the final three and a half years, the abomination of desolation is made. And so the Antichrist system is waging war mainly with Jerusalem, mainly with Israel, but that and the saints and her seed, her children which are out of every tongue, tribe, and nation. So in chapter 11, the angel is explaining to John, John is getting an explanation of what's happening on earth in Revelation chapter 11 again. And now he says, the court, verse 2, I'm just going to go to verse 2, the court which is without the temple, leave out, measure it not, it is given to the Gentiles and the holy city shall they tread under foot 42 months. Now, 42 months is another period. These, these are months based on a 30-day month. That's why we say it's 1,260 days as well. Uh, but we'll notice here that the angel explains it in two different ways. So the one dig, digging, so us, as we dig scripture, we even see it right here. So, Here's what he's saying. The Antichrist system, the Gentiles, they're, they're going to tread Jerusalem, the holy city, under their foot. It means that they're trampling it down. They come in and taking it over, okay? 
and they're going to have power there for 42 months. Now, in verse 3, it says, During this same time, I will give power unto my two witnesses. They shall prophesy a thousand, two hundred, three score days. That's 1260 days clothed in sackcloth. So at the same time that the beast is waging war and taking over God's city, God's going to empower two witnesses. And these witnesses have the ability to call down fire out of heaven, to uh, to turn water to blood. They're going to be great, given great power, but they're given great power for 1,260 days. It's the same 42 months that the beast is there. Now, at the end of that time, when God says it can happen, then the two witnesses will be killed by the beast. Now, when I was growing up, I was taught that the 1260 days was 1260 years, but you exe exegetically, you cannot do this with this scripture because, and let me tell you why, here's how, how God showed it to me. If you just take the scriptures and we don't twist them, you cannot take 1260 days and say that's 1260 years. And then when the beast kills the witnesses, it says they lay dead in the streets for three days, right? Three days and a half. Three and a half days, they're going to lay dead in the streets of Jerusalem. Okay? So, if, and, and I'm saying because I was taught 1260 days was 1260 years, so if you take that, then they're killed. So, you know, if a day is a year here, in this context, then when they're killed, they lay dead for three and a half days. And then everybody sees them resurrect. That's that's later on. But anyway, if you want to read that, they're, they're going to be killed in Jerusalem and they're going to lay dead. And, and it's going to be like people experiencing what, what people would think of as like Christmas. Everybody's going to be sending gifts to each other and rejoicing because these witnesses were killed. How long will the witnesses have power? 1260 days. How long will Jerusalem be trodden underfoot of the Gentiles? 42 months. Now, let's jump over to Revelation chapter 12. Revelation chapter 12, still in an explanation point, we get to verse 6. The woman in this context is Israel. Israel is the woman that's pregnant with the man-child that brings forth the man-child that rules all nations with the rod of iron. Israel is the woman. When we get there, I'll show you how we know that. When we get there as we're going through this. But what I want you to see in verse 6 is the woman has a place prepared for her. There is a remnant of Israel that if they will flee, you remember Jesus, Yeshua said, when you see this take place in Jerusalem, flee to the mountains. Get out of Dodge, I said. That's what we read yesterday. It says in verse 6, the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared for her, prepared of God, that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred three score days. Now that's the same thing that we heard the two witnesses are given power in Jerusalem. But the woman flees into the wilderness. A wilderness is a desert. She flees. There's a place prepared for her where there will be a remnant that is protected. And then he talks about the war in heaven. And then this same time period, now look at this. Verse 14. Scoot to verse 14. 
Verse 14, and the woman, so now we know we're talking about the same thing. And the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she should fly into the wilderness, into her place where she is nourished for a time, times and a half. Uh-oh, look at this. If you look at verse 14 and you look at verse 6, Okay, verse 6, verse 14. <laughs> what did we just find out? Well, we just found out that time, times, and a half, he just used the exact same time, time period for the exact same woman fleeing into the wilderness. One time, he calls it, 1,260 days. I got to finish this thought. I have to finish this thought. One time, he calls it 1,260 days. The other time, he calls it time, times, and dividing of time. Then in chapter 11, we learned that 1260 days was 42 months. What am I saying? It's all talking about the same time period. The final three and a half years. And once you lock this into your way of understanding, everything begins to open up. Wow, 30 minutes. I'm kind of sorry, but I'm kind of not. Some of these things, really, they, if I break them up, like if I, if I broke it up and then we talked about it tomorrow, it just ain't going to make as much sense. It's better to have some of these things together. And that way, hopefully, by the Holy Spirit, you, things can be pulled together. Thanks for being here, guys. And uh, we'll jump on off here. Let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. All right. See you tomorrow, Lord willing, and we will start with Revelation chapter 7.